Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are on day 170 of our journey to read the Bible together this year, which means we're going to be reading Jeremiah chapters 10 through 13. So four chapters in Jeremiah today, as well as Psalm 16. May take us a few minutes, so let's get going. Hear the word that the Lord has spoken to you, house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the way of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens, although the nations are terrified by them, for the customs of the peoples are worthless. Someone cuts down a tree from the forest. It is worked by the hands of a craftsman with a chisel. He decorates it with silver and gold. It is fastened with hammer and nails so it won't totter. Like scarecrows in a cumber patch, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them, for they can do no harm, and they cannot do any good. Lord, there is no one like you. You are great. Your name is great in power. Who should not fear you, King of the nations? It is what you deserve. For among all the wise people of the nations and among all their kingdoms, there is no one like you. They are both stupid and foolish, instructed by worthless idols made of wood. Beaten silver is brought from Tarshish and gold from Upaz. The work of a craftsman and of a goldsmith's hands is clothed in blue and purple, all the work of skilled artisans. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and eternal king. The earth quakes at his wrath and the nations cannot endure his rage. You are to say this to them, the gods that did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under these heavens. He made the earth by his power, established by the world, by his wisdom, and spread out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders, the waters in the heavens are in turmoil, and he causes the clouds to rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain and brings the wind from his storehouses. Everyone is stupid and ignorant. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his carved image, for his cast images are a lie. There is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work to be mocked. At the time of their punishment, they will be destroyed. Jacob's portion is not like these because he is the one who formed all things. Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of armies is his name. Gather up your belongings from the ground, you who live under siege. For this is what the Lord says. Look, I'm flinging away the land's residents at this time and bringing in them such distress that they will feel it. Woe to me because of my brokenness. I am severely wounded. Exclaimed. I exclaimed, this is my intense suffering, but I must bear it. My tent is destroyed. All my tent cords are snapped. My sons have departed from me and are no more. I have no one to pitch my tent again or to hang up my curtains. For the shepherds are stupid. They don't seek the Lord. Therefore, they have not prospered and their whole flock is scattered. Listen, a noise. It's coming. A great commotion from the land of the north. The cities of Judah will be made desolate, a jackal's den. I know, Lord, that a person's way of life is not his own. No one who walks determines his own steps. Discipline me, Lord, but with justice, not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't recognize you and on the families that don't call your name. For they have consumed Jacob. They have consumed him and finished him off and made him made his homeland desolate. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the words of this covenant and tell them to the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem. Tell them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, 
Let a curse be on the man who does not obey the words of this covenant, which I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the iron furnace. I declared, obey me and do everything that I command you, and you will be my people and I will be your God in order to establish the oath I swore to your ancestors to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as it is today. I answered them, amen, Lord. The Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Obey the words of this covenant and carry them out. For I strongly warned your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt until today, warning them time and time again, obey me. Yet they would not obey or pay attention. Each one followed the stubbornness of his evil heart. So I brought on them all the curses of his covenant because they had not done what I commanded them to do. The Lord said to me, a conspiracy has been discovered among the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem. They have returned to the iniquities of their fathers who, who refused to obey my words and have followed other gods to worship them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah broke my covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I'm about to bring on them disaster that they cannot escape. They will cry out to me, but I will not hear them. Then the cities of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods they have been burning incense to, but they certainly will not save them in their time of disaster. Your gods are indeed as numerous as your cities, Judah, and the altars you have set up to shame, altars to burn incense to Baal, as numerous as the streets of Jerusalem. As for you, do not pray for those people. Do not raise up a cry or a prayer on their behalf, for I will not be listening when they call out to me at the time of their disaster. What right does my beloved have to be in my house, having carried out so many evil schemes? Can holy meat prevent your disaster so you can celebrate? The Lord named you a flourishing olive tree, beautiful with well-formed with well fruit. He has set fire to it, and its branches are consumed with the sound of a mighty tumult. The Lord of armies who planted you has decreed disaster against you because of the disaster the house of Israel and the house of Judah brought on themselves when they angered me by burning incense to Baal. The Lord informed me, so I knew, then you helped me to see their deeds. For I was like a docile lamb led to slaughter. Who else said that? It's said of Jesus that he will be like a lamb led to the slaughter. I didn't know that they had devised plots against me. Let's destroy the tree with its fruit. Let's cut him off from the land of the living so that his name will no longer be remembered. But Lord of armies, who judges righteously, who tests the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them for I have presented my case to you. Therefore, here is what the Lord says concerning the people of Anathoth who intend to take your life. They warn, do not prophesy in the name of the Lord or you will certainly die at our hand. Therefore, this is what the Lord of armies says. I'm about to punish them. The young men will die by the sword. Their sons and daughters will die by famine. They will have no remnant for I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. You will be righteous, Lord, even if I bring a case against you. Yet I wish to contend with you. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the treacherous live at ease? You planted them and they have taken root. They've grown and produced fruit. You are ever on their lips, but far from their conscience. As for you, Lord, you know me. You see me. You test whether my heart is with you. Drag the wicked away like sheep to slaughter and set them apart for the day of killing. How long will the land mourn and the grass of every field wither because of the evil of its residents, animals, and birds have been swept away? For the people have said, he cannot see what our end will be. If you have raced with rumors, I'm sorry, if you have raced with runners and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? 
If you stumble in a peaceful land, what will you do in the thickets of the Jordan? Even your brothers, your own father's family, even they were treacherous to you. Even they have cried out loudly after you. Do not have confidence in them, though they speak well of you. I have abandoned my house. I have deserted my inheritance. I have handed the love of my life over to her enemies. My inheritance has behaved toward me like a lion in the forest. She has roared against me. Therefore, I hate her. Is my inheritance like a hyena to me? Are birds of prey circling her? Go gather all the wild animals. Bring them to devour her. Many shepherds have destroyed my vineyard. They have trampled my plot of land. They have turned my desirable plot into a desolate wasteland. They have made it a desolation. It mourns desolate before me. And all the land is desolate, but no one takes it to heart. Over all the barren heights in the wilderness, the destroyers have come, for the land has a sword that devours from one end of the earth to the other. No one has peace. They have sown wheat, but harvested thorns. They have exhausted themselves, but have no profit. Be put to shame by your harvest because of the Lord's burning anger. This is what the Lord says concerning all my evil neighbors who attack the inheritance that I bequeath to my people Israel. I am about to uproot them from their land, and I will uproot the house of Judah from them. After I have uprooted them, I will once again have compassion on them and return each one to his inheritance and to his land. If they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name, as the Lord lives, just as they taught my people to swear by Baal, they will be built up among my people. However, they will not obey. If they will not obey, then I will uproot and destroy that nation. This is the Lord's declaration. Whew. I mean, that's a whole lot right there. Look at this. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy yourself a linen undergarment and put it on, but do not put it in water. So I bought underwear as the Lord instructed me and put it on. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Take the underwear that you bought and are wearing and go at once to the Euphrates and hide it in a rocky crevice. Listen, I'm just going to say this. There are some odd things that the Lord had prophets do to try to get the attention of the people. This is one of them, in my opinion. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. A long time after, or a long time later, the Lord said to me, go at once to the Euphrates and get the underwear that I commanded you to hide. So I went to the Euphrates and dug up the underwear and got it from the place where I had hidden it, but it was ruined of no use at all. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. Just like this, I will ruin the great pride of both Judah and Jerusalem. These evil people who refuse to listen to me, who follow the stubbornness of their own hearts and who have followed other gods to serve and bow and worship, they will be like this underwear of no use at all. Just as underwear clings to one's waist, so I fastened the whole house of Israel and of Judah to me. This is the Lord's declaration, so that they might be my people for my frame, for my fame, praise, and glory, but they would not obey. Like, in other words, I kind of feel like God is telling Jeremiah, so just like you put on your underwear and it sticks at your waist, I have drawn my people to me. But just like your underwear loses its elasticity and it no longer stays on your waist because it's worn out, that's what these people have become. They have sought so many other ways that they've worn themselves out and they can't, they can't stay near to the Lord. Crazy, right? Say this to them. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. Every jar should be filled with wine. Then they will respond to you. Don't we know that every jar should be filled with wine? And you will say to them, 
This is what the Lord says. I'm about to fill all who live in this land, the kings who reign for David on his throne, the priests, the prophets, and all the residents of Jerusalem with drunkenness. I will smash them against each other, fathers and sons alike. This is the Lord's declaration. I will allow no mercy, pity, or compassion to keep me from destroying them. Listen and pay attention. Do not be proud. For the Lord God, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he brings darkness. Before your feet stumble on the mountains at dusk, you wait for light, but he brings darkest gloom and makes total darkness. But if you will not listen, my innermost being will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will overflow with tears for the Lord's flock has been taken captive. Say to the king and the queen mother, take a humble seat. For your glorious crowns have fallen from your heads. The cities of the Negev are under siege. No one can help them. All of Judah has been taken into exile, taken completely into exile. Look up and see those coming from the north. Where is the flock entrusted to you, the sheep that were your pride? What will you say when he appoints close friends as leaders over you, ones you yourself trained? Won't labor pains seize you as they do a woman in labor? And when you ask yourself, why have these things happened to me? It is because of your great guilt that your skirts have been stripped off, your body exposed. Can the Cushite change the skin or a leopard his spots? If so, you might be able to do what is good, you who are instructed in evil. I will scatter you like drifting chaff before the desert wind. This is your lot, what I have decreed for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Because you have forgotten me and trusted in lies, I will pull your skirts up over your face so that your shame might be seen. Your adulteries and your lustful neighing, your depraved prostitution on the hills and the fields. I have seen your abhorrent acts. Woe to you, Jerusalem. You are unclean. For how long yet? And now Psalm 16. Protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have nothing good besides you. As for the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones. All my delight is in them. The sorrows of those who take another God for themselves will multiply. I will not pour out their drink offerings of blood, and I will not speak their names with my lips. Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who counsels me, even at night when my thoughts trouble me. I always let the Lord guide me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Um, can we just talk about how good that one is right there? That that like, huh, huh, I always let the Lord guide me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely for you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. So many people have so much to say about this. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. David died and was buried. David's not talking about himself here. Can't be. We believe that this passage was prophetic and spoke of Jesus, who is in the lineage of David and who was raised from the dead and, 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 and is alive in heaven right now. So there's that. Um. Let me finish this chapter. You reveal the path of life to me in your presence is abundant joy at your right hand are eternal pleasures. That's our reading for today. That's a whole lot, but man, is it good. Come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See ya.